Next Tuesday, I have the wonderful, the fabulous, from the unwatchable podcast, Miss Chloe Rodriguez. Welcome. Hello. <laughs> I was just telling her, and I usually tell all my guests this, the second I start my podcast, I forget my name and everybody else's name, so I always get really nervous, like, I'm going to call the wrong name, I'm going to call the wrong name. So, and it happened last week, and I was really embarrassed, <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, I call myself a professional, as I sit on my couch. Um, welcome to see you next Tuesday. <laughs> Hello. Dude, I totally relate to you on that name thing, because... I've had people on my podcast who I've known for like eight years <laughs> and then I realized like I've never said their full name out loud and like before the podcast starts I'll be like this is so embarrassing yeah. what is your last name like how, how do you say this and I was like asking her questions like do you is this on like looking at her Instagram page like is this what you go by is this is this it is this your full real name um but I was on your podcast this week mm -hmm. and it was really fun and we talked all about sex in the city which is one of my favorite shows so yes. you should definitely go listen where can everybody find that Oh, um, so you can find Unwatchable on Spotify, Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, trying to get into Amazon as well. Mm, mm, um, I wonder if I'm on Amazon. I have no idea. It, I think they just, uh, at least on my like service where I upload things, they just yeah. made it available uh, to do Amazon. And um, you can follow the Instagram at Unwatchable with Chloe Rodriguez, and there's links there as well. So See, that's you're ahead of me in that department. I have not made a separate Instagram for it. I can, y'all, I can hardly edit the video and put it up there too. I don't know. Uh -huh. how I'm gonna then, I just, it's, I get very like overwhelmed. Do you ever feel like that? Like if like you start it's a project? Stressful. Yeah. And it's like, I already have a hard time with Instagram anyway. Cause like, yeah. I, I don't know like what I should post or what I shouldn't. So then it's like adding mm -hmm. another one on top of that, but I need to do it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like the number one thing, if I was making money from this podcast, the first thing I would do is hire someone to do the social media. Like mm -hmm. not, I can do the editing. I'll do like whatever the fuck. The social media of it is so annoying. And that's probably why my, my Instagram probably sucks, but you should still check it out. <laughs> no, it doesn't suck at all. <laughs> No, no, no. But it's so, like, you feel like you have to come up with, you're like, how many times can I say to, like, listen, but in a different way that's non-self-promotional? Yes. And see, the thing on my personal Instagram is I feel like when I post Inst uh, podcast stuff, people are like, oh, this again. We don't follow you for your podcast. Yes. We follow to see your titties. So, and I, that's a thing that they want too. They just, you know, they want, I'm sure if I took my clothes off, I'd get a ton of followers. Uh -huh. Not sure I'm ready to go down that route, but also love my body. Why not show it off? You know? <laughs> um, so stay tuned. Who knows? But, uh, right now I'm just at the point where I, like, I see these like girls who were like 19 and they have mm -hmm. like thousands and thousands of followers. And I'm just like, and all they're doing is they're on TikTok and they're like, Yes. <laughs> or they're like, you know, and I'm like, I'm not, this isn't, I'm too, I think I'm too old for this. <laughs> okay. Tell me if you feel this way too. I think that we could, were you also born in 1995 or are you a little I was three. younger than me? I was okay, th 1993. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're a little older than me. Yeah. So I feel like you and I just 
barely missed like the social media boat where as I know people who were born in like 1997 and yeah. they have like tons of followers. They like automatically know how to like make their feed look good. Like it's ingrained yeah. in them because by the time like they mm -hmm. were in high school, it was already such a big deal. And it wasn't that big of a deal until like right when I was coming out of high school. Yeah. So I completely missed the boat of like being born with that instinct. And I yeah. think kids like two years younger than me, they just like have it. And I miss, I totally missed that boat. <laughs> I remember being so excited that my phone in high school could access MySpace. Like I was like, y'all, you heard <laughs> that you can get on MySpace on your phone. So I, yeah, it wasn't really like a, a big, like, I feel like if it, if in high school it was big, I would be better at it. But also like, I don't even want to know the type of bullying issues people have with like True. cell phone stuff or like cameras and stuff. Cause I can't even imagine like with, ooh, I don't, I don't know about that. Yeah. Have you seen the, the movie eighth grade? Mm -mm. Okay. Cause that's, um, <laughs> I love how even though we're not on my podcast, I'm still bringing it to movies and, and TV. Fuck yeah. I mean, you know what we know. Mine, sex, and weed, yours can be shows. We will have a very well, good balance. <laughs> the movie, uh, the movie Eighth Grade, it was written and directed by Bo Burnham. Mm -hmm. But it's about, like, this girl just, like, growing up in the eighth grade. And they have so many scenes of her, like, on her Instagram, on her, like, social media. Like, how much she checks it before she goes to bed and, like... She's like making YouTube videos and stuff. And it's just so interesting to like see it from that perspective. Like I did not grow up with social media being right. like that. Like for us, it was like Facebook and MySpace. Right, AOL. And, yeah, messenger. and when I talk to my cousin who's like in high school right now, I'm like, dude, I don't envy you. Like I did not have that pressure growing up. Like yeah. I was awkward as hell and there's like minimal documentation of it, you know? I just like imagine like there were like these stairs that were grass at my school, like these massive grass like steps that like went uh -huh. down to like a stage and everybody would kind of just like hurdle together in their like little groups and that would be it. But yeah. now in my head, they're like all on their phones. But then there's also like the girls who are like posing and like taking pictures at high school <laughs> or like they're like, you know, like twirling their hair while it's like, yeah, I was like running to the bathroom to like check my braces and whatever. So I don't know. Like it's, oh, I, I feel spent like it's a different every, world. <laughs> it is. I spent every lunch and recess in the library. Like I was that kid. <laughs> I was hiding from my bullies and I was usually in the theater or in the photography room, but I was never outside. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Something about being outside in high school was always the scariest and being in class was probably the safest bet. <laughs> And even I, now, being outside I wasn't, is scary. Yes, that is true. Everybody, please stay <laughs> inside so that we can go outside eventually. Because this COVID, this this shit is insane. I and because I don't, I haven't really talked about it on my podcast because I, I'm like, we all are living with it in like real life. Like we don't really need to talk about it. Yeah. But like, I thought this shit was gonna last like a month, and we are. It's, it's almost fall. <laughs> Oh, how young and naive we were. I was like, oh, two weeks, a month, oh, three months, <laughs> four, and then we're five. And like, it's just, it's insane how we have just been yeah. inside. But it's so funny because I was, I was thinking about it and I was like, this is probably like 
my kids are going to ask me about this. And mm -hmm. what am I going to tell them? I stayed inside all day and smoked weed and played like <laughs> the Nintendo DS. <laughs> Literally same. Um, so I mean, you know, uh, they don't need to know. Like, yeah, it was wild. Yeah, I'm gonna um, be like, oh, I'm gonna be like, I went on Zoom dates with <laughs> with a bunch of different guys. I can and... tell them about my sham of a relationship that started at the beginning of this pod or oh, at, there you at, go. at yeah. this quarantine, but. You know, but then hopefully if I have children, it'll be because somebody ended up liking me enough to commit. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, but enough about the pandemic. Uh, however, the pandemic was getting to me so much, and I feel like I've said this a million times, but I, mm -hmm. on Hulu, because the commercials, the commercials yeah. would be like, wear a mask, stay inside. And I'm like, yeah, no, I know, please. I'm trying to watch Desperate Housewives. Why are you reminding me of this bullshit? <laughs> so I paid to not have commercials. Best money I ever spent. Hulu should be um, paying me because I am telling every single person that they need to do this. Best, best $13.99 I've ever spent. I, I am. Oh, hell yeah. Chef's kiss. Because when it was always so sad. When like the show would end, like the, yeah. the commercial breaks coming and you know, and you're like, hmm. I'm going to have enough to pause soon, but now it goes dark and then it comes back and I'm just like, hell yeah. That's fucking lootly. Um, but let's go to dating. Let's, let's, yes. let's start zesting it up with a little bit of dating. Ooh. Cause I have been having a rough time, but mm -hmm. we were talking on your podcast and you were telling me that you have a boyfriend, correct? Yeah. And that how, so how did you guys meet? Tell me the whole story. What's the okay. situation? Okay, I think I think this will be a very interesting story, and I want to preface this by saying uh, that this story is like different than any other relationship that I've been in. Okay. Um, so I broke a lot of my own personal rules throughout this experience. All right. But um, essentially, so uh, he and I met five years ago at a party that one of our mutual friends was having. It was her 21st birthday. Mm -hmm. um, and I, like, he started talking to me at the party. We were, like, kind of vibing. I was like, this guy's into me. And at the time, my method for dealing with guys who, like, I knew were into me was just to, like, be a fucking bitch. And so, like, if I could tell, like, someone wanted... <laughs> like, if I could tell someone kind of, like, was into me and, like, wanted to sleep with me, I'm like, I'm gonna make this dude's night... Like, I'm just going to roast him the whole fucking time, right? And I yes. guess it worked, because he yeah. liked me. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> but what I didn't know at the time was that he uh, was roommates with the guy who I was, like, in the process of, like, starting to date. Got it. So, um, I never pursued anything with him. Like, I, I saw him at the party. That was it. And then two weeks later, I, I have, like, a boyfriend who I, like, had just officially started dating. And I go to his apartment. And that dude that I met at the party was there. <laughs> I had no idea they were roommates, no idea that they, like, knew each other. Yeah. Um, and it was really, so really random. funny. Yeah. So then, like, we would, obviously, because, like, I was dating his roommate, I would come yeah. over there all the time. And I always enjoyed talking to him than I did talking to my actual boyfriend. Uh, like, we just became really good friends. But and then it's I, like, oh. you can't, you can't, like, stop dating that guy and then date that guy because then you're known as a home yeah. hopper. But it's exactly. like, we're talking to that guy on a separate occasion, so it's like, oh, 
but continue. Yeah. So it was very funny. And it was just always like, then like that guy and I broke up. I didn't see him as often, but we would run into each other on campus. And it always felt like one of those situations, like, do you just know like certain people in your life where you just have like sexual chemistry with them? Like off the charts, like you're like nothing, like nothing remotely physical has happened with us. But I like, know, like this is going to happen one day. Like I'll, I bet my life on it. Mm-hmm. I, I just knew something was going to happen. So then, um, cut to like around last year, he and I like hadn't talked in a while. Uh, we just kept up on social media and he messaged me. He has like a pretty big following. He's a YouTuber and he was like, oh, I heard that you started a podcast. Uh, I like, I want to be a guest on it. I feel like, like we would have so much fun because we always like had great conversations. Yeah. So it was like dope. And he came over, we like kind of rekindled our friendship and we were both dating uh, other people at the time. Um, but I still was getting those like chemistry vibes right, from him. Right, you're like, ooh, still want to talk. Yeah, and I was like, nope, nope, like we can't, like we can't be that good of friends because I have a boyfriend and like I have chemistry with this guy. So I was mm-hmm. like, let's keep this at an arm's length, right? Yeah, you're like, can't, um, be dangerous. Yep. Uh, and then it turned out in February that we both uh, broke up with our respective partners, mm-hmm. uh, like in the same exact week. And wow. Yeah. So I found out he was single. He found out I was single. Valentine's Day night, he slides into my DMs. I love it. And uh, I was at a party at the time, and he he replied back to uh, a post that I had made on my story. Uh, and he was just, like, it was like something benign. And then we just like started having a conversation and like it was getting like progressively flirtier like throughout the night. And I was like, oh, this is going to happen. We're going to make this happen. It's finally going to happen. And then yeah. boom, he like asked, like he asked me out. We made plans for a date. Uh, so and you both knew together. that you were single. Yeah. Got it. We, like it was the night it was like the day that I had posted about being single and I knew that I just knew for some reason I was like because I it had been like two weeks or something yeah and for some reason in the back of my mind I was like you know if I post something about being single this dude's gonna slide into my dms yeah I like, like had my, universe do your work yeah I was like this is gonna happen for sure I posted something about being single and then that night he like slid in yeah <laughs> And then, amazing. Uh, I, love I know. This story. And then, well, here's like here's where I fucked things up a little bit. Okay. I think. Okay. So we go on our first date, and I'm like, I've never. Uh, I've. I think I touched on this a little bit on the podcast we were on, uh, or the podcast that you were on. But I forget if I edited it out. Yeah. But I told you, <laughs> I told you like then. I always wait a really long time to sleep with someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I was, I was raised as like you wait until marriage. Mm. Uh, and at that point, like I had already lost my virginity, so I clearly wasn't waiting till marriage. But I would still wait until like it was an official like boyfriend girlfriend thing, and then even yeah. then, like months later. Yeah. So how like so? Uh, give me a time span. Like six months, you'd make these guys wait. Um. So my first. My first boyfriend, I didn't even have sex with. My second boyfriend, I waited like a year. 
Um, oh my God. Okay. Now I'm not judging. I'm then, just like, I would be like, enter me. Um, <laughs> like, what does that involve? Like, do you guys make out? Do you still like, Oh, I was, I was, a, I like, was a, we can do everything but girl. Like I was like, but at a certain point, like after so many, like pussy eating sessions, <laughs> don't you just really want to get railed? But I guess if you've never done it, yeah, you're not it like, was, Oh my God, get in yeah. me. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. I waited until I was, I was like a few months shy of my 22nd birthday before I lost my virginity. I respect so, it. So I waited, pretty much my rule, because I knew that I, I reached the point where I had to evaluate, like, do I believe this because I actually believe it? Or do I believe this because I was told my whole life? You have to wait until marriage or you're bad. Mm -hmm. And I kind of reached the point one day where I was just like, I don't know if I really believe this personally for me. And I'm just kind of doing it for other people. And if I'm doing it for other people that it doesn't mean as much. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. I literally kind of just like woke up one day and I, I realized that and I was like, I'm fucking ready. And uh, I basically just waited until I like felt like I was ready. Uh, yeah, that's and awesome I, though. I really don't regret that. Um, I think that I kind of regret. Awesome. <laughs> I regret who it was with a little bit, but I don't. We all, <laughs> yeah. But I don't. I don't look back on that, even though it wasn't like my person. I don't yeah. look back on it with regret. I don't feel guilty about it. I don't feel bad. Like, I. I don't feel like I made a mistake at all. I'm like, I'm totally cool with it. So. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I think like you having that realization, like that's. I think because I, I have a lot of friends who were also told that their entire lives and like still some friends who have not had sex. And it's always very interesting for me to hear that like they have to make that decision of like, is this what I want or is this just like what my parents have told me and like what they yeah. want? Yeah. It's always, yeah, that, that's, that's always like interesting to me. But anyway, continue with the story. We got sidetracked from okay, the original yeah. boyfriend and then, story. Yeah. And then like one of my other boyfriends, I also still waited a while. So like in my head, like that's how I've always played it. I've always been, I've always played it like slow and. Doesn't that like, drive you crazy though? It does. <laughs> but like, it does. But like, I was just like, this is how you get a guy to commit. Like that mm -hmm. was just like my testing ground basically. I'm not, I don't know if that's the right way to go about it or not. I That's mean, funny. you have a boyfriend, but, so. <laughs> well, the thing is, so with this guy, um, I'm gonna, is it easier if I, I'll use a fake name. Let's or say just say name. like the, my boyfriend. You don't have to use a yeah, name. Yeah, okay, so my boyfriend. Uh, but with this guy, I was like, we've had five years of buildup at this point. Right. And I, I'm texting my friends before the date. I'm like, I want to fuck him. Like, I want, like, I got to get this out of my head. Like, and I was debating, I'm like, do I fuck him or do I not? Like, do mm -hmm. I want to wait? And I'm thinking like, oh, I just got out of a relationship. He just got out of a relationship. We're, we're just going to have fun. For, yeah. I'm like, mm -hmm. we're not looking for anything serious. Let's just. That's always when it happens. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, <laughs> we go out to dinner. He was like, oh, why don't we like go to a bar now? And I was like, or, you know, you can go to my place and drink. And the game was on. So, <laughs> so. Was it like a movie? Like the second you walk in and turn on the lights, he like pushes you up against the wall and kisses you? I always want one of those nights, but I never have one. No, he's, uh, <laughs> he like is just, he takes things like just as slow as I do. Mm. So this was something new for both of us. So um, 
So we're sitting on my couch. We're watching Chopped. We're getting like, getting sexy. like a little wine sexy. Oh yeah. Ooh, uh, what are they gonna do with that basket? Oh. Huh? Ooh, she's really a. Uh, he's really gripping those melons. If you Look can at tell the way she, that she's chopping them. She really uh, <laughs> she peeled that potato at an expert level. <laughs> I've got a basket you can enter. <laughs> oh, these were good. <laughs> So like the episode ends and mm -hmm. I look at him and I'm like, so uh, do you want to watch another episode? And then it's just game on and we start like making out <laughs> and he's like, oh, like your couch is pretty comfortable, but maybe uh, your room would be more comfortable. I'm dying. I'm, like, I'm dying. I'm Let's like, take oh, it to the bed. I'm like texting, I'm like, yes, absolutely. I'm like texting my friends. I'm about to like be grabbing the phone, like, like, <laughs> He's going to have sex with it's me. It's gonna happen. I'm like, like yes. throw it while you take your clothes off. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I, I didn't even know. I was like, you know what? Like, I'm trying to convince myself that I'm mm -hmm. still gonna wait. Like, I'm still, yeah. we're going into the room. We're like stripping down. I'm still like, you know what? This might not happen. Like, who knows? Right. We're gonna make out. <laughs> yeah, so we like... We're both naked. We're like making out in my room. And uh, I was just like, hell yeah, like this is going to happen. So it, it happens, right? Mm -hmm. And then I, so I've never had sex with someone on the first day. I've never had like a one night stand. I've never had like, I've never had like a friends with benefits where you have sex or anything. Got like it. That. So I'm <laughs> like, it's that like moment after like you finish where you're just like laying on the bed like oh um, shit yeah. what is the next step i'm like i only i literally thought about it only until that part and then right. never thought about what it meant past that i was like oh shit now i have to think about what this is <laughs> yes and so he puts the ball in my court oh. and he's like he's like so we should probably talk about like what this means like like what are you looking for and i'm an idiot and i'm like let's just keep things casual like yeah. Without knowing what casual means, because I've never been in a casual thing. Yeah. And like, so like, what, did he seem saddened by this? Did he seem okay with this? He was just like, oh, okay. Like, he didn't, I couldn't really tell, like, how he was feeling, right? Yeah. But, like, he's still, like, we're still texting all the time, and, like, it's Did you so want it to be casual, or did that just come out of your mouth, and then you were like, fuck, that's not what I want? I didn't know what I wanted. Got I it. like I didn't really know what I was doing. I was just, I kind of wanted to be with him, but I was also like, no, like we both just got out of a relationship. Like we should right. not do this. Right. So for a little while, we're like just friends with benefits, and then the quarantine hits. Mm -hmm. And so like, and we were both taking it very seriously. So we're like, we're like, ah, we probably shouldn't like meet up until like after all of this is over. Right, and, and then like, it yeah. never ended. <laughs> yeah, so we don't we don't know like we had no idea like what that meant. Like he texted me basically and was just like, for the record, like I still want to see you after like this is over. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, okay, but then like I start thinking about it, and I'm like. Cause I'm like, okay, we're like fuck buddies, but we're like on reserve now for like when the quarantine is over. But like, we still like, like we're still talking. So basically one day I was just getting in my own head and I was like, you know what? He's boyfriend material. I like him. Yeah. He clearly likes me. Cause he's still talking to me like during mm -hmm. the quarantine. And I, I FaceTimed him and I was like, this was probably, probably like a month 
or like a month and a half after we started like hooking up. Mm-hmm. And I basically FaceTimed him and I was like, hey, uh, I've thought about it and I'm looking for a relationship and like, I like, this is what I want. If you don't want it, let me know right now. And like, we can just like go our separate ways, like no hard feelings. Yeah. Like, this is what I want for myself. Just thought I'd be like upfront with you. And he was basically just like, and I thought I'm about to get ghosted by this dude right now. Like, right. I'm like, I'm, br- like, I'm like, I put I'm, my feelings out there. Yeah. This is over. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we're breaking the contract. Like, we had a contract to just fuck. And yeah. I'm breaking this contract. Yeah. <laughs> and, and surprisingly, he was like, oh, great. He was like, I've been thinking about that, too. Like, I, I kind of want that, too. Uh, so we started, like, quarantine dating where we would just do Zoom calls with each other for, like, fucking two months or something we had like damn scheduled, yeah we had like scheduled like dates like date nights on facetime and then one day i was just like dude i can't fucking take it anymore and he was like neither can i and i drew like i drove to his house and like saw him and yeah and then over time we just like started making things official and oh i love you know, it thing that's but so sweet. I broke my rules. I broke the no sleeping on the first date thing, and I broke the the sex without commitment thing. And you know what? It, it worked, worked out. out. See, so, and I keep expecting that to happen to me. But I mm-hmm. think because I didn't, I don't do the thing where you're like, let's keep it casual because I'm so sick of like the casual thing that. Yeah. Then it just like because I go into it saying like I'm looking for a relationship. Yeah, I don't know, but I feel like the pattern that I get is they act like they want to be in a relationship for a while, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Ooh, you know what? Mm, I'm all set," mm-hmm. and then they just like disappear. So uh, I don't know. And well, I, fact- I wasn't trying to like when I said casual, like I wasn't like, and I'll trick him, and then like right too late. Like I didn't know. Yeah. So I didn't. I wasn't like a ploy or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then as soon as I realized what I actually wanted, I told him, and I think. I think that's the number one thing that I learned is just like, you have to be okay with them not wanting the same thing as you. And instead right. of like trying to work it out with them still, just be like, all right, bye. Like, right. you're not going to give me what I wanted. So. Which is something that I did because with this guy that I was seeing um, during quarantine that dumped me, I didn't see him for a month. And then I went back this week to get my printer because I needed my printer and he was borrowing yes. it. And I went back to get it and he came down and he gave it to me. And then I was going to leave and he was like, you know, if you ever want to like hang out and like play Xbox, like I still have your thing set up and like I care about you and I miss you and like I want to see you. And I was like, but you dump me. Like, yeah. why would I come back and hang out? And he's like, I just want to, like, be friends first and maybe, oh like, start over. And then, like, once quarantine gets out, like, maybe we can really give this a shot. Bro, for, like, three and a half months, we were, yeah. like, together. Uh, why on earth would I all of like, why would I start over? when I already had it and you told me that like we weren't compatible like what yeah 
And I said to him, I was like, no, like, why would I do that? I've already spent a month getting over you. Why would I then like risk it just to like maybe in four months you do the exact same thing again? Like, why would I do that to myself? And then he got kind of mad and then like broke up with me again. And I was like, (laughs) but I don't, I don't want to be with you. So why are you... Yeah, he's Why like, you, you don't it reject again? me, I reject you. Yeah, again. he started like telling me a bunch of stuff that he didn't like in the relationship that he never said before. He was like, when I was sad, you never helped me. And I was like, when you were sad, you would tell me not to come over. And he goes, yeah, yeah you should come over anyway with like a bottle of Jack and like want a party. And I'm like, sir, the last <laughs> thing that I think when someone tells me they're sad and tells me not to come over because they need space is to then come over with alcohol? Sir, yeah. no, no, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. He said so many things, so many things. And I was like, all right, well, now that you've, you know, beaten the dead horse enough, I'm going to head yeah. out. You have a good one. Uh, <laughs> and we haven't talked since. So I don't understand the whole, like, see where it goes and be friends again when you've already told me you don't like a bunch of shit and we're not compatible. Why the hell would I put myself back into that? Like what? Yeah, no, you got that exactly right. Because like, if he really wanted the same thing that you do now, yeah, he wouldn't be, he wouldn't be like, let's start over and let's Mm -hmm. backtrack. Mm -hmm. He would be like, let's pick up where we left off. And like, like the backtracking thing like that's only if you he's trying like I don't know like things got too far from his comfort zone now he's trying to take them back into his comfort zone and like no No, and that's not what I wanted like I kept telling him like I want a relationship like these are the things that I want and he was just like you know like with quarantine like it's just like it's too much and like it's and I'm like this is the perfect time to like hang out with somebody and like get to know them like if you don't like Mm -hmm. me it's fine just like don't be with me but then you don't get to just like have me around Mm-hmm. Like, and this guy also, like, only had friends that were girls, so I have mm-hmm. a theory that all of these friends that he has are girls that he slept with and was then, like, oh, let's yeah. just be friends, and then, like, keeps a gaggle of girls around who are, like, somewhat obsessed with him and would love yeah. for them to maybe have sex with Like, no, fuck off, bro. Mm-hmm. Do your fucking thing. I'm, I'm <laughs> all set. I'll find somebody who actually wants to be with me. Like, <laughs> have you have you found that guys are using the quarantine thing as like an excuse? An excuse in, in what way? Of like, well, I know for me, like, I yada yada, like to the point where my boyfriend and I were like official. But at the beginning of that, there was a little bit of push and pull of me being like. So, like, are we labeling this or are we not? And I know yeah. for him, like, there was a lot of back and forth of him being like, I'm so, like, the, it's really hard for me to, like, make this official because of the quarantine thing. Like, I'm so stressed out. Everything's so up in the air. I don't know what everything is happening. And, like, it's like kinda, I'm the same. Yeah. In quarantine or not. Like, yeah, I may be a little more anxious because I have more time to think about all my thoughts. But, like, yeah. I'm the same person. Yeah. Well, like, if you want to date me now, then you're going to want to date me out of quarantine as well. Yeah. So I was having a, I was getting suspicious a little bit where I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. 
so and it, luckily like it, like it's all turned out fine and like we're on the same level now yeah but, yeah at, for a while i was like is this a bullshit excuse or is oh. this like a genuine thing that people are like going through <laughs> uh, it's hard to tell with this guy i mean here's the thing if you like somebody enough nothing is going to stop you from being with them like yeah i, I liked him so I wanted to like lay with him all the time, like be with him all the time. So it's like I, for him to not feel that way about me, like I, I don't, I don't want that. I lost my train of thought in the middle of talking. <laughs> I have no idea what no I'm problem. saying. Somebody texted me. It came up on my laptop. I read it, and then I was like, I don't. I have no <laughs> recollection of what I'm even speaking of. But I kept going. It's like, I think Michael Scott at one point says, like, I had no idea where I was going with that conversation. I just hope I found it along the way. That's yes. about 95% of the time. I just want to let Absolutely. it. Absolutely. <laughs> um, okay, wait. I need to go back. What are we talking about? Because I want to talk about <laughs> we were talking about people. <laughs> we were talking about people who use quarantine as an excuse. Uh, yes, thank you. Okay. And whether or not that's valid. Wow, I was not going in that direction. Here we go. <laughs> Everybody forgive me. Okay. So, um, with this guy, he kept saying to me, like, I don't know if we're going to get along outside of quarantine. And I kept being like, I don't understand what that means. Um, <laughs> I don't understand. And, Cause he kept being like, I don't like, I don't know if, if you're going to like me in bars. I'm like, well, what the fuck are you doing? But You're like, let's get drunk right here then. Like, like what are you trying to- And like, we would, and like, everything was fine and dandy. So he just, I, I personally felt like he had decided in the beginning that it just wasn't going to work out because of the quarantine situation. And he didn't give mm-hmm. it a fair shot because he was so scared about the quarantine stuff or like whatever he had like going on, like personally. But yeah. I, I mean, I just don't understand. Because I wanted to be with him. So, like, me being in quarantine and having all this time, great. Why would, like, this is, for the people who are saying, like, this is not a good time to date, but it is. Because you have so much time to get to know somebody. But then now my problem is, with him, it was like, we went on a date right before quarantine started. So, like, I knew him and, like, he lived alone and, like, I knew that he was taking it as seriously. Now with dating, I'm terrified I don't want to let anybody into my house. I don't want yeah. to have sex with anybody because I'm afraid I'm going to get COVID. I don't want to like get it, not know about it, continue going out and then maybe give it to somebody else. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I am terrified. And then there's these guys who like think it's stupid that I'm taking it so seriously. So then I'm like, yeah. well, you suck. And like, cause I'm like, yeah, let's FaceTime. Like let's, let's do like a smoking FaceTime yeah. date. Cause like, that's really all I'm comfortable with. And then they, don't want to, or they FaceTime me at random times instead of scheduling it. A note to yeah, men. Yeah, you gotta... <laughs> I, this takes, this this morning, just this, took like 45 minutes. I mean, I was watching Desperate Housewives, so was I fully <laughs> doing my makeup? No. But if you FaceTime me, I usually look like a naked mole rat, no brows, no eyeliner, no n- zits Same. galore, maybe some stickers on my zit. So I can't be answering any, like, phone like and if I'm like when I'm on my phone this is the view (laughs) that's it so no I'm not gonna answer I'm absolutely not gonna answer sorry about that (laughs) well yeah I think I think uh the interesting thing about having to date right now Mm -hmm. at least like it 
it kind of makes you decide how serious you are about somebody. Yeah. Because, it, it, like you said, like, I, what I would do is just be like, I want to FaceTime date you. Like, I want to, uh, why don't we have like a cute dinner FaceTime date? Yeah. Put it out there. If the guy's like, sweet, sounds great. Then be like, okay, you find the time and uh, the day. Come back to me. Make yeah. a plan. Like, yeah. put the ball in their court. And mm -hmm. I, before uh, my boyfriend and I, like at the beginning of quarantine, before we were like exclusive, I was doing FaceTime dates with like a few other people. Yeah. And just being like, okay, I I'm putting that out there. This is what I'm looking for. You fucking figure it out. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I do. I just, and like there was this guy recently that uh, I was talking to and like I didn't respond. And then two days later he responded and said, do you want cummies? What the fuck? And at first I was like, is that a fun snack I haven't had? And I was like, is that like a gummy snack? Like, what is yeah, that? Yeah, like, and then you I was mean like, gummies, sir? You're like, like trying to help Oh my out. God, he means like cummies. Like, you want me to make you come? And like, also, like, we had never even talked about anything sexual. So, like, for him to just randomly at 12 49 a.m. one day be like, do you want cummies? <laughs> that is the worst thing I've ever heard. Sir, no, I don't. I do not want them at all. So, oh, no. Oh, well, you know what? This, this makes me think of a question. Mm -hmm. Are you into like, are you into like the dirty talk in yeah. bed or yeah. like, are you into, you're not into baby talk though. It sounds like that's, uh, like I if mean, you like, said commies to you in bed, you'd be like, what the fuck? You know, I wouldn't, I, I, I want him to be like, I'm now going to eat your pussy or like, <laughs> I'm going to make you come. I don't want him to be like, do you want daddy to give you cummies? <laughs> okay, wait, can I tell you something? <laughs> I don't want that. Okay, so so I like dirty talk, right? And I was <laughs> I was with someone once and I was like, oh, can you like dirty talk to me? Like he was like fingering me. I was Stop. like, can you I'm so excited like, for whatever this is gonna be. <laughs> I was like, can you dirty talk with me? He was like, oh, I've never really tried it. I was like, just like try it. Yeah, just try it, babe. And <laughs> And he was like, <laughs> he was like, ooh, you like that in your little pussy? And he kept saying little pussy. Like he kept being like, yay, you like my fingers in your little pussy. And I almost started laughing. And I'm like, okay, like this guy's giving it a shot. Like whatever, I'll let it slide. The right? word he was so looking then... for was tight. <laughs> tight, not little. I'm like, what the fuck am I like? <laughs> like, is my vagina too small? Is it disproportionately small? Why is it so little? Rage. I'm very confused. So, so I'm just like, okay, whatever. I text my friend the next day. I was like, he kept calling it my little pussy. What the fuck? So then, uh, <laughs> so then the next time I see him, I'm like, okay, let's try this again. Like, let's try the dirty talk and he keep he still said it he kept saying little pussy and finally i had to stop him i was like <laughs> i stopped him i'm like giving constructive feedback i was like i love that you're trying right now let's think of a different word besides nice little little i was like let's not he was like you like that i was like yeah but don't call it little okay he's like all yeah. right <laughs> like just don't call it little he's like gotcha <laughs> There was 
one time, this guy that I was, like, making out with and shit, and he said that I was talking in baby talk. And I was like, what? No, I wasn't. It's my voice. Like, what? And I still, to this day, can't figure out what I was saying that would have been, like, (laughs) baby talk. But it's like, maybe when I'm like, I want to cuddle. Like, I'll say weird shit, and I'll, like, or I'll say it weird, but I'm never, like, I never am trying to do a baby voice, so I don't yeah. like that. I hate when they're completely silent, when they, like, yes. don't say anything. Or the grunters, the ones that just grunt, and I'm like, <laughs> is that a good grunt? Is that a bad grunt? What, hello? What My, is it? I have a friend, I have a friend who told me that she fucks in complete silence, and I have never heard of that in my life. Like, I feel like <laughs> if I were having sex with her, I'd be like, you good? You having a good, t- did you want a feedback? Eh? All right. She then. said she's never had a guy who like was talking during it. Like no, everyone she's been with has been completely silent. She's completely silent. I'm <laughs> usually like the girl that they're like, hey, so my neighbors have a kid if you could like tone it down and I'm like, got you. <laughs> and I'm just like screaming again while going. <laughs> yeah. I like being loud. So I, do I. And like, I'll say shit and like, yeah. I'm just like loud. Like, and I want them to be loud too. Like I not like, I don't want you to scream at me. Um, mm-hmm. but I like, what do you like for guys to say in bed? Ooh, or just like, okay. I feel like all of them kind of have their own, thing that they usually say like they'll mm-hmm. call me something or like they'll do something I'm like all right I'm into that because I haven't had it before I think like you okay I think if you want to just go like standard we're not doing anything like crazy then mm-hmm. it's just nice it's nice to be checked in on it's yeah. nice for them to be like you look fucking sexy you look yes hot. I love you love tits. a compliment like, just, I'm like mm-hmm. yeah ramp me up baby like <laughs> yeah yes yeah compliment the shit out of me yeah the more you tell me how amazing i am the longer this amazing blowjob is gonna go on for (laughs) yeah that shit i love uh i okay well i can tell you i i will tell you i have to tell you the story of how i lost how i lost my virginity because that was some that was some crazy ass dialogue but uh, (laughs) before we get to that like uh, I don't know. I, I don't have anything specific I'm looking for as long as, like, you don't say anything weird. Like, yeah. Just, Are you a daddy girl? Like, do you, do no, you like to do I'm that? Not, okay. I'm not a daddy girl. <laughs> well, my dad is dead, so that would be extremely weird. Sorry, I'm not laughing. Oh, my God. No, it's funny. <laughs> And it's not funny he's like, dead. It's, it's funny. Just... It's funny because if, if I was fucking someone, like if I was fucking my boyfriend who knows my dad is dead, and I was like, ooh, daddy, he would be like, I think you need to talk to your therapist about this. Like, he would be like, this is... I think it only works if your father is alive. <laughs> Even still, I don't get it. Like, the two things that I don't get that intrigue me so much is, like, the foot fetish thing and the daddy thing. Because I don't I don't get it. I don't get what's sexy about feet, and I don't get what's sexy yeah. about that. So I am confused by it. But <laughs> I, anyway, asked my, <laughs> I asked my boyfriend yesterday, I was like, how would you feel if I started selling my feet pics? Like I was just That's like, different. I wasn't, I wasn't going to, but I was just yeah. we're making conversation. Yeah, you're this bored. is the conversation I like to make. Yeah. I was like, how would you feel? 
cool if I started selling my my feet pics and he was like huh he was like I don't know how to respond to that he was like because I don't find the feet sexual so I would right. not be jealous if other people saw your feet so like <laughs> he was like I guess I, he was like I guess it's kind of weird like yeah like just in general because like the idea of a foot fetish is a little not trying to shame but it's it's not as common. Yeah. It's uh, not. So he was like, he was like, I guess I wouldn't care, but also like, are you going to? <laughs> I was like, not it's yet. Like, um, but I need ten percent. See how the employment lasts. <laughs> oh my god. Um. But anyway, you were telling me the lost your virginity story. Oh yes. Okay. Yes. Dying so, to know. You said it was great. The dialogue. Yes, because it was like the worst thing anyone's ever said to me, but also, like, kind of funny. Oh, no! I'm gonna need <laughs> okay, this guy's name so, and number! <laughs> okay, well, so here's the story. So, when I lost my virginity, it was with, um, it was with a guy who I had previously dated, but we had, like, just broken up. Got it. And, and we started hooking up, mm-hmm. but we were, like, we were virgin hooking up, because we were both still virgins. So we oh, were, so like, you both lost your virginity to each other? Yeah. That's yep. adorable! <laughs> So, so I'm like, I had reached the point where I was ready, but then we like broke up. It never like ended up happening, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're hooking up and I'm just like, you know what? I'm ready for this. I know this dude, like, yeah. who knows when I'll get another opportunity. It might yeah. as well. So the first, <laughs> I feel like I had two attempts because the first time, the first time he like could not make it in. Like my, I was sealed shut. Like I was just like, like, we, was like mm-mm, mm-mm. we had the, we had the condom mm-mm. and everything. And it was just like, it was hitting a wall. Like it was just not going to happen. We were like, we'll take another, we'll take two. We'll come back to this later. <laughs> <laughs> Spit on it. <laughs> so the next time, <laughs> the next time, okay. So this guy, he was not the nicest to me when we were dating. Like, oh, no. he would he would always point out, like, other women to me. Like, he would be like, you should dress like her. Like, you should, like, I, and I'd be like, what the fuck? And he'd be like, oh, well, I just, like, you know, I thought you would look really good in what she's wearing. And I'm like, okay, well, why are you comparing me to other women? He would do this all the time. He would... Like, he texted me <laughs> to lift your job. I was like, that's shocking. <laughs> he, he had a class with one of my best friends, and they were in their class together. He texted me from that class to tell me how hot my best friend looked that day. And I was like, why are you texting me this? Like, you're my boyfriend. Like, you should not... Why the fuck would you go out of your way to text me and be like, this girl's fucking hot? And he was like, I don't know. I was just thinking about it. Maybe, like, he he thought, like, if I tell her this, it's not bad that I'm thinking this? I don't know. He was an idiot. So he was like, he was like, I feel like I had great confidence when I went into that relationship. And then he just, like, took my confidence to a zero. Down, yeah. And that was, like, that was just how our relationship was. Like, I always... He wasn't, like, nice to me, and I don't know why I never, like, stood up for myself, but it was just one of those relationships, you know? Mm -hmm. It happens. It was just, yeah, it was just, so anyway, so we're losing our virginities to each other, and this time it's working, (laughs) and and so. Made it in. (laughs) Hallelujah. You know how it's it's just, like, very awkward when it's your first time, and, like, Mm -hmm. especially because it was, like, both of us, and we were, like, I don't know where to put things, I don't know, like. Is I don't know work, where things is this are. Good for you? Yeah, we were like, is this how it's supposed to feel? I don't know. Is this good? Sure. Uh, yeah. I guess. Like, we, yeah. we didn't know. 
So I, being like way, like being a people pleaser, I guess, I kept apologizing. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I'm sorry. Like, and look, like hoping that you would be like, hey, it's fine. Yeah. Like, you know what? Like, this is. It's, of course this is awkward. Like, we've never done this before. I'm looking right. for some reassurance, right? right? Right. And so I'm like, oh, sorry. Like, I'm so awkward at this right now. And he goes, <laughs> it's the weirdest thing anyone's ever said to me in bed. He goes, it's okay. It's good that I'm practicing this with you and not Miss October. Like, implying that, like, it's okay that things are weird because, like, it's fine to get this out of the way with you, Cause low you're life not- fucking uggo, but you're not a supermodel and I'm going to date supermodels one day and I need to be prepared for them. Like, what a fucking dick. That's when I would have taken his penis out of my body. <laughs> and I don't know why I didn't. I, you know what? No, I do know why I didn't. Because he had like, at that point, I was just so like emotionally, like it was just so emotionally toxic where I felt I had to like constantly like get his approval right that like the thought did not occur to me to be like maybe I should stop this right now like mm-hmm. yeah I, was I feel just like, like okay it's, it's one of those times where like you look back on it and you're like maybe I should have but in the moment when someone says something like that to you or when you're used to that type of behavior it's very easy yeah. to shut down and not say anything at all yeah I was just like oh okay yes yeah. well I don't know what else I was expecting this is just him like right Right. Oh that's my insane. god, that's awful. I'm so sorry he said that to you. That's terrible. <laughs> Don't ever talk to this man again. I hate him. <laughs> and you know what? I really haven't talked to him, so. <laughs> Good. Jesus. I wonder if he's with Miss October. I'm actually going to need his name after this so that I can look him up and see I, what's happening with his social media. <laughs> I don't think, and I'm not even trying to be a dick here, I genuinely don't think anyone's touched his dick since. <laughs> and that was like years ago. So I, like, if I had to hedge a bet, Mm-hmm. I, I know he hasn't been with anyone else. I'm, like, positive. So probably definitely not Miss October. Definitely not. <laughs> um, what was it like growing up in a religious household? Um, Did you, like, in general, fear God? Or? Like, were you, were you afraid that if you didn't, like, finish your plate or, like, didn't do the dishes that God would, like, punish you? Um, okay, well, I actually have, I do have kind of an interesting story about that, but I'll save it, I'll save it uh, a little more towards the end. But, um, well, my parents were not, like, crazy strict, and I think that was helpful. Like, Mm -hmm. my parents were both very uh, Christian, Mm -hmm. but they weren't, like, crazy, like, they weren't like, oh, you're a sinner if you like disobey us or anything like that. I think I, I generally grew up with pretty good parents. And while I don't like, I don't agree with them on like 100% of everything. I do think like they were pretty lenient compared to like a lot of conservative families. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't necessarily say I was like in fear. I did go to church like twice a week, basically, for most of my life. Like That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, like every Sunday, uh, every Wednesday. That was when youth group was. Why was um, Why was it always a Wednesday? Because even other kids that I knew that went to youth group, <laughs> it was always on Wednesdays. I'm like, what is up with God and Wednesday and Sunday? Why is he like I, those days? <laughs> I wonder if it's because it's hump day and they really want to make sure that, like, you're being kept accountable. <laughs> it's also probably, like, it's far <laughs> enough away. Like, there's yeah, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So that's probably why is what yeah. I'm realizing. <laughs> no but, secret rule. <laughs> but um, I think mainly 
the interesting thing is now, like as I've grown up, because I, I, I still believe in God. I don't think I'm like super religious. I don't go to church anymore. I don't believe everything that I was taught mm -hmm. uh, when I was younger. But I think the most interesting thing has been growing up now, uh, not going to church and having to separate what I actually believe from what I was taught to believe. Mm -hmm. Like, if that is makes that, sense. Is that confusing for you to, like, figure out your own way of how to feel versus what you were, like, told is how you're supposed to feel about it? I think it was for a while. I think now that I'm older, uh, like, now that I'm older and I'm more independent, uh, I I think it's easier for me to be like, this is what I believe and I'm not ashamed of it. But when yeah. I was younger, I think, like, even when I was in high school, the church that I grew up in, it wasn't very supportive of people asking questions. And I felt like in my high school group, at least, that it was very easy for people to kind of separate you into, like, the good Christians and the bad Christians. And you, Interesting. If you, act, if you ask too many questions or you didn't fall in line exactly what they believed in, you were, like, one of the bad Christians. And that's okay. not how my parents were, thank God. Mm -hmm. But that's how that church was. Um, so I think for a while that was still kind of ingrained in me where I was like in college and trying to separate things. And I was like, what does this make me a bad person to think differently? Cause right. I can't change it. Like, this is what I think. Mm -hmm. Um, but now that I'm older, I, I think, uh, it, now that I've had a more distance and B I'm more independent. So it's more appropriate, I guess yeah. <laughs> for me to be like, this is where I stand and yeah. whatever. <laughs> What is God to you? Is God a person? Is God everywhere? Is God, does he have a plan? Is he like watching? What's, mm -hmm. what is, what is he to you? Um, I really do think that like, I think that God is watching over everybody and does have a plan, uh, which I couldn't even begin to like, I mean, the theology behind like whether or not everything happens for a reason is very complex. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's like a lot of arguments that I don't want to go into, but I do think that there is a semblance of like order to the way that things happen. Mm -hmm. uh, some people think that that's like the universe or fate, which is fine. And then some people believe that it's like God. And I think I lean more towards the God side. Um, I don't know. I've just always believed in God and I can't, I can't imagine my life not having a semblance of a relationship uh, with him, I guess. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, to me, that's what my spirituality is. Like, I wouldn't say that I'm any specific denomination, but I would say that, like, to me, my religion is just, like, having a relationship of communication with him. Like, yeah, yeah. So, I'm very lax. <laughs> I don't go to church and stuff. Uh, God and I are cool. Um... Yeah, yeah, basically. And... and uh, like, I think a big part of that being, like, like, a big test for that was probably, obviously, like, when I did lose my dad, which is a whole other thing. Mm -hmm. um, and I was really, like, angry for a long time. But I've still maintained, like, my belief, like, yeah. through all of that. And yeah. Do you believe in heaven and hell? Um, <clears throat> oh, my God, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> and she's strike dead. <laughs> And God stricken her. She knew too much. <laughs> and <laughs> um, that's no, not the way I want to make headlines. Thing. So please don't die on my podcast. Could you imagine I die in the middle? <laughs> and it's on like recording. Jesus, and, like 
<laughs> You're like, I'm monetizing this shit for sure. <laughs> oh, my view count just went up. <laughs> You're not going to believe this. <laughs> if that does happen, I do give you permission to publish this still. It won't be disrespectful to me. <laughs> I will literally be in so much therapy. <laughs> Because I don't even know where you live. I don't know anything about... I wouldn't know what the fuck to do. Like, I could call 911 and they'd be like, where is she? I'm like, I don't know. she's in a white room. <laughs> There's some perfumes behind her. Um, she probably smells great. Uh, that's all I can on. <laughs> that's all I can give you. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, um, I think... Uh, well, it's funny because I was also raised... I was raised Jewish as well. So, like... I have, like, my religion that I was raised in was Christianity, but then a whole other half of my family is Jewish. Mm -hmm. Jews, uh, Jews don't believe in heaven or hell. Right. Like, they, they don't believe in an afterlife. They believe, mm -hmm. like, when you're dead, you're dead. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and Christians believe in the afterlife. So I would say I definitely believe in heaven. Uh, mm -hmm. But I don't know about, like, any other types of level like people believe in purgatory and shit too right. so yeah i don't know and i don't know if heaven is like you know the castle in the sky paved with gold or if it's like different to everyone mm -hmm. no idea yeah i should probably work on my relationship with god <laughs> <laughs> but i'm gonna lie <laughs> but you got time girl it's fine we're all <laughs> We all have a lot, plenty of time to figure our shit out, you know? <laughs> How do you feel, and I think this is a Catholic thing, but with, so you know the candles mm -hmm. with, like, Jesus on them or, like, whomever? Um, mm -hmm. Or is it, like, a, a, Mar a Hail Mary? What, who's on the candles? Um, okay, that is a Catholic thing, so I'm not entirely sure, but I think as it's, like, the we're, saints. As long as we're both yeah. unsure, it's fine. I think um, it is, like, the saints or, like, the Mother Mary or something. Got it. Do you think it's wrong when people, because like recently one of my, a, a girl that I follow on Instagram, she came out with candles and it mm -hmm. was like her as like whomever that was on the candle and it was like a whole big thing and like so many people were mad at her mm -hmm. because like it's religion and you're not allowed to do that. Would, is, is that mm -hmm. something that would like not necessarily offend you because that's not uh -huh. like your religion, but like is that offensive or like do you see where it's like I mean she's just making a play on a candle <laughs> where would you stand on that well first off I know that a lot of people make candles like that like yeah uh so I mean she's not the only person I'm not I'm trying to I'm trying to reframe this and think like what would I think from the perspective of like a Jew if someone did this with like Jewish material but then it's oh. different because the because the Jews have been, like, persecuted for, like, a long time. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I would say that if you are equating, like, a physical candle to, like, a holy object, I think you're putting too much stock in a material good. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, at least in the Bible that, like, at least in what I was taught, like, uh, you shouldn't equate, like, any one object to having the same influence on your life that yeah. God would. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think, like, while, de like, sacred objects and stuff definitely exist, I don't think that, like, putting a parody or, like, a spin on it is necessarily, mm -hmm. uh, is necessarily taking anything away 
right. from yeah. the actual object itself. I think a lot of it too right now is just like cancel culture is like, yeah. it's, it's hot. Like you'll get canceled in like a second. So I feel like everyone is also looking for someone to like mess up. So like yeah. they'll take anything. But get her. <laughs> yeah, because like one of my friends who's Catholic was really offended. And I was like, really? Mm-hmm. I don't understand. But then again, like I'm not Catholic. So like <clears throat> I don't know what this candle means to her. So I don't know. That's why I wanted to get you. Yeah, I mean, to each their own. She's definitely like within her rights to be offended oh, and no, yeah, of course. I'm not saying anyone's stupid for like oh, not no. agreeing with me. You know, like yeah. her, I don't believe in God, but like I yeah. don't judge anybody for like having God in their life. Like that's cool. I wish yeah. that I fucking had God, but like I don't I don't, you know. I just got these demons. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I should tell you about my God uh, punishment story. Yes. Because this is, like, maybe the most embarrassing thing. Here, I have to plug in this computer. It's fine. I'm I'm bending down. (laughs) Okay, I need to tell you the story of the time that I gave my first blowjob and Mm. how that affected me and God. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to set the scene for you. God didn't like that I gave head. <laughs> yeah. okay. He likes when I get on my knees for him. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, this story is so embarrassing, but then, like, my own interpretation of it at the time is even more embarrassing. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, so... By I the way, had... we're officially best friends. There's no going back. It's, a, like, we, this is happening. Continue. Yes. <laughs> so... <laughs> so I was, I was a senior, yes, I was a senior in high school when I had my first boyfriend. Um, He was, like, the first person I did, like, anything, like, physical with. It was, like, my first sexual awakening, kind of. And so um, I was, I think I was 18 at the time. So (laughs) basically, like, we were messing around, like, I was at his house. I, I finally, I put it in my mouth. I gave him probably the worst blowjob I've ever given anyone. I put it in my mouth. <laughs> it, was probably, it was probably not satisfying, whatever. But to completion, I guess it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Yeah, fine. So cut to, cut to, um, <laughs> so the next day I'm like sitting in church and I'm like, I just feel like the eyes of the Lord on me and I'm like, sweat is like dripping down my forehead and I'm like so you gave head on a Saturday (laughs) on the Sabbath (laughs) so so I'm sitting in church I'm like trying to listen to the sermon I have like cold sweat dripping down my forehead I'm like I am the worst person in the world like so so that night (laughs) so that night um or maybe it was the weekend after I forget what it was but um I was in a musical at the mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. and so what musical. I was in. I was in a musical that no one's heard of called. Oh. So it was a musical adaptation of the show Great Expectations, oh. and uh, the reason no one knows that there's a musical about it is because it sucked. And my <laughs> high school, my high school was like asked to workshop it. Basically, it wasn't like a professional musical that already existed, mm-hmm. uh, and it was awful. And I don't think anything ever came of it. And. <sighs> Sucked. But anyway. Anyway. Uh, so I was in Great Expectations, the musical. Okay. And I have I have a part in that show where I'm like, I'm not like the lead, but I'm one of the leads. And I had like 
my first big solo, like I had been working my way up in the musical theater department, like all of high school. I went from like the ensemble to getting yeah. like bit roles. And then finally, here I am. It's senior year. I get yeah. my own song. I stand on stage alone and the spotlight comes on me. So, <laughs> oh God. So it's opening night, like not long after my. The origin of, you know, so... The fellatio. <laughs> the fellatio occurred. <laughs> and, and days later, so it's opening night. It's the part of the show where I get to sing. And my voice had been totally fine, right? Like, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm gabbing. I'm, like, singing in warm-ups. Everything sounds fine. No indication that my voice is going to go out, right? Oh, no. And then right before I go on stage, I'm like, huh, my throat's feeling kind of weird. Like, I had a tickle in it. I'm like, whatever. It'll be fine. I get on stage. I'm saying my lines. I'm like, oh, I think my voice is starting to go a little bit. Everyone leaves. I'm on stage alone. Spotlight comes on me. The song starts. I open my mouth. Nothing. I can't, no sound. I cannot sing. I'm, my voice just disappears, right? <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, like how the fuck am I gonna get out of this? So instead of singing, I start speaking all of my lines. Um, I promise we'll get back to, <laughs> I promise this is going somewhere. So I start speaking the entire song because my voice will not allow me to sing, right? It's a poem. <laughs> By my, yeah, by myself on stage in a spotlight on opening night, right? Oh my God. So, so then not only do I have that song, but my song leads into a whole other like part of the show that I never leave the stage for. So I still like, after the song ends, I'm still on stage. I still have lines. And then immediately that scene transitions into a duet between me and some other dudes. So I've had no time to go off stage to figure out what's going on. Like, mm -hmm. I'm stuck there, right? Yeah. So the song starts, and I'm supposed to sing with this guy. And I will know he saved my ass. The guy who was on stage with me, who was supposed to sing the duet with me, his name is Zach. I've known him since I was eight years old. He goes, Shout out to Zach still. <laughs> Love you, homie. He starts speaking his lines so that I can start speaking my lines so that way we're both talking in the duet instead of him like having to sing Singing. while I talk. Yeah. He saves my ass, right? That's amazing. So everyone's like, this is just what they're doing. Yeah, saves my ass, right? I get off stage, I don't have to sing again for the rest of the show. I'm like, oh my God, that was the most embarrassing thing that ever happened to me, right? And in my head, as 18 year old, very Christian Chloe, Everyone's like, what the fuck happened? Like, what happened? Like, you sounded fine, like, earlier. And I'm thinking, I know what happened. It's God. God, God is punishing me for my blowjob. I'm like, I knew, I, in my head, I'm like, I am positive <laughs> that the Lord on high has seen the sins that I've committed with, <laughs> with thy tongue and lips. <laughs> And has now taken <laughs> he has taken away my ability <laughs> to use them for something. Oh, you're gonna use this for something wrong? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well? I was convinced. Oh my god, that that's I was amazing. Being punished for did you tell your friend where you're like, it was God, he did it? 
I never told anyone that that's okay. what I thought because I was like, that's so embarrassing. Like, I can't, I can't tell anyone. <laughs> and I told this story to, I told this story to my boyfriend, like, when we first started dating and he was like, that is the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> like it's so awful and so funny. I feel so bad. I For years, I was like, holy shit. Like, I... You got me. Good play, God. I see that, you. That one's on you. I was like, we see each other. savage. <laughs> like, you, because of sweet burn, sweet burn. Oh, my God. Yes. So, like, when you have sex, like, when you, do you not say, oh, my God, because you don't want to call to him? Like, that, <laughs> like, do you avoid it? Because you're like, it's not, I'm not saying it. <laughs> oh, no, I've never thought of that. I do say it. <laughs> But now, now you're you're thinking me. Out, I'm gonna be like, oh goodness gravy! Like, I'm <laughs> oh gosh, oh gosh, <laughs> oh jeepers, jeepers, <laughs> zoinks, <laughs> crikey, <laughs> oh crikey, I'm gonna come. <laughs> do you say it before you yeah. come, or do, <laughs> whoa, or do you just come? Like, or do you say like the lead up, or do you just let it happen? Well, okay. Do you do you feel that I've never asked another lady this? Do you feel as a woman that you kind of have to like get yourself into it by making noise or like by being louder? Yeah. Some sometimes I will literally <laughs> if it doesn't happen, and I'm like, I want to come. I'm like, all right. We're counting down from 15, and you're coming at one. And it works. <laughs> like, I will, in my head, be doing it. I'm like, 15, 14. 15. <laughs> and I'm like, we're going to come at one, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I just, I find that, like, vocalizing, like, yeah. I'm a very, I need to hear things. That's why I like dirty talk. So, yeah. like, to me, I kind of need to hype myself up by being, like, kind of loud. So, yeah. I get, yeah, I do kind of vocalize it. Yep, because that's definitely. just what helps me. Because like I'll say it like up until it's gonna happen. Like I'll be like, I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come, and I'll be like, I'm coming. Touchdown! <laughs> we did it. <laughs> <laughs> but then like it's like the guys when I don't come, and then after they're like, Oh, did you come? And I'm like, Well, I didn't say it, so no. But then I'm like, Wait, <laughs> maybe not everybody is screaming at the top of their lungs that they're about to come when they're gonna come. So maybe guys don't always know if it happens, but like, wouldn't you want to let them know? The the post-come check-in is like, to me, the most endearing thing that a guy can do is okay. like, even when it's like, like, you could be like shaking them down, like, you are making me come right now. Right. And then to still have them be like, did you, did you get there? I'm like, that is so cute. Now, so cute. something that I was thinking of that I personally have an issue with. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, insects. There's the whole, like, um, like, they always come, regardless, right? So, like, usually, unless there's, like, antidepressants involved. But, like, there's, like, if they always come. So, let's say they came and I didn't come. Why is it, like, now that you're not hard and I'm not doing something to make you come, (laughs) that you don't now make me come regardless? Mm-hmm. Like, even though you've already had an orgasm and your dick might be soft, there's nothing stopping your mouth from taking care of my business. So True. why is it like a whole, like, oh, well, 
better luck next time for girls <laughs> when it's like, no, why don't we like yeah. make it to where we'll like, if you come first, then, cause like, if I don't come first and you come, that's not fair. Yeah. I don't know. I was just thinking about it. Cause like, oh, I, was, yeah. I was thinking about the last guy that I was seeing and like, there was one time where we had sex and I was like, I didn't come. And he's like, yeah, sorry. Sometimes it doesn't happen. He told you that? <laughs> I'm like, but you just came. Yeah, you're like, bitch, I should be telling you that. Like, so, like, um, and that's what started making me think about it. Like, I feel like it should be both of everybody. <laughs> yeah, no, you everybody need a come. guy, you need a guy who's like, okay, your turn. Like, right. And yes. I think, I think that's just a thing. I think that's why, like, podcasts like this are good and like mm -hmm. shows like sex in the city are good with where you see like women talking about being sexual yeah because there's like this narrative that's such bullshit and i and i've definitely bought into it at many times in my life whereas a woman it's like oh like it's harder to make you come and therefore like it's fine if it doesn't happen mm -hmm. or like oh like a lot of women fake it it's fine because like it takes a long time like it, this whole narrative that like it's it's easy for guys to get off so like they should be catered to but like right. with women it's like a hassle like no own your shit man like you but make them make you come <laughs> here's the thing it isn't hard to make a girl come if you're not only using your penis the issue well, yeah. is with penetration is that some girls can't come from penetration. Yeah. So, sir, if the only thing that you are using to try to get her to come is going in and out of her, it's yeah. never going to happen. So it's like it, there's the mouth, there's the – like if you know where the clit is and you mm -hmm. know not to hit it really hard and then just fucking do this bullshit <laughs> to it, I don't know what the fuck they think that like that like uh, like this makeup brush, right? is yeah. this is my clit and they're just like and i'm like maybe we do like <laughs> like let's just let's just test her out we don't need to you know try to get it off yeah. my body this isn't we're not trying mm -hmm. to remove it um there's much there's much more of a learning curve and i think that's why i think that's why there's more like sex toys like more variety of sex toys that can cater to women mm -hmm. that like of more variety like sex toys for guys are usually just like you stick your dick in this like yeah but for right. women like women have to discover what they like and what works, works best for them, for them. And, right. and everyone kind of works differently and like mm -hmm. that's like for a dude they kind of just learn like it's not hard to no offense it's not hard to learn how to like tug on a dick Right, but like, it's like this motion over and over again until yeah. they come. But there's like much more of a learning curve with like the female body. It's just more yeah. complicated, and yeah. like there's like we need to stop acting like there's something wrong with having a, a little bit of a learning curve. There. Exactly. Like, yeah. No. Definitely. And I mean, I know that like each girl is different, and like it's harder to make girls come and stuff like that. But it's like if you just try. Yeah. <laughs> Literally give like 50% more. Just like <laughs> spend more time by her clit. And like, yes. it, one of the biggest things for me, I don't even know mm -hmm. how I'm going to demonstrate this without licking something. <laughs> what do I have that I could lick? I don't even know. Okay. Well, is my tongue even clean? I don't know. Like I had coffee. It's probably coffee your on it. Your finger can represent your tongue. And I don't know if this is can. the most nasty gesture I've ever made. So <laughs> 
there's like there's like two ways that guys eat out. Well, a three. There's the ones that like stick their tongue in your hole like they're a snake, and you're like, what? what? Literally, what are you doing? Like they're like, uh huh. I'm like, sir, mm-mm. you can do that with your penis later. That's not what this is for. <laughs> and there's we call the, that the nagini. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> I love that so much. And then there's there's Slytherin in. And then there's the um like the the flat lickers, which mm-hmm. I don't enjoy, right? So it's I'm just gonna lick my hand. So it's like right? I can't believe I just licked my we hand. Call, my we call we call that the, the Siamese cat. Y- yes. So what I want is like the <laughs> it's that. I don't need, uh, that doesn't yeah, do anything for you me. want, you want, like, designate, like, designate, like, a pressure the, point. Like, put the tip of your tongue, like, on her clit, and then, like, gently start, like, lit, like. Yes. And, like, don't I can't go even believe I'm doing this force, right now. dude. <laughs> like, yeah, well, here's a, and, but, here's like, what do I a mix of it. Like, do some <laughs> flat tongue. Yes. And then do some, some floppy. Yes. Well, absolutely. What I was going to say is the number one thing that I wish guys knew Mm -hmm. about eating out is that, like, (sighs) make a meal of it. You You don't have to, like jam your tongue like against my yeah. lit aggressively right like like we don't why need that the at fuck all. won't this happen like right you know like, a button guide, guide it around like go, just mm-hmm. like lick around everywhere yes. like get yes. be, however like, gentle and then like like warm yeah. me up a little yeah you know? love a thigh kiss maybe kiss around yeah. the thighs first and then we do a whole a lick all over town right we yeah we let, we let the whole kitty know that we bring love it her. around town just like spongebob taught us like exactly what were these lessons for but then mm-hmm. what you have to realize is as guys is that yes. you have to do the same motion at some point over and over again in order to get it to happen because yes. just going around town it won't happen so go around town then <laughs> then go to the clit and do some flat licking and then some not flat licking yes. do a combo of those let a bitch know how it goes. We need some variety or it's just going to get numb down there. You don't Truly. want it to shrivel up. Like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm so Absolutely. glad we've gone into such a deep There was also, and I know I've talked about this on the podcast, have you ever had a guy who, like, doesn't want to eat you out during sex because there is a condom? Oh, because they're wearing a condom? Like, he, in the middle of sex, I was like, you should eat me out. And he was like, no, we're having sex. I was like, but, huh. but like, I is sex. <laughs> the part of you the know, package. I've so never... then I figured it was probably the condom and he didn't want to taste latex. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing oh, I could think. True. But here's the thing. How many times have they pulled the condom off and I've blown you to completion and it tastes like baby powder and latex gloves? Yes. But do I do it? Yeah. So like, take one for the team and <laughs> lick my latex <laughs> I mean, I can't attest to that in general, but I do feel, as a woman, I know what you're describing. <laughs> yes. Will you, after having sex, if they ask you to blow you, them, will you? <laughs> like, me. Sorry. You're like, what? <laughs> like, like, after- Like, do they finish? 
no, no, no. Like it's like they've been inside you and then they want you to finish them to completion. Does that gross you out or no? Uh, no, I would do it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm game. I'm very game for like almost anything. <laughs> <laughs> short of like short of like i i shouldn't say that because i don't know what everything is but i, I, I draw like, the line <laughs> at like peeing on me yeah no 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 but nothing like, like that then again i'm such a people pleaser that if some guy was like i have to pee on you to come i'd be like all right well let's go for the fucking shower i guess bro <laughs> like if i re you know what i mean like if i i don't i you know if that's your kink like you know i but you gotta i wouldn't I don't think I would unless, unless, unless the guy has proven himself. Like, let's say I have asked this dude to do like a hundred weird things and he's mm -hmm. been game for all of them. Yeah. I will then throw him that bone. Got it. Because he's earned it. Mm -hmm. But if like, if like we haven't gotten to that point and like we're still doing regular ass stuff and then you come right out of the gate with pee on me, I'd be like, no. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love it. I <laughs> I told myself that I was going to tone it back some with the sex stuff, but this episode I just put it all out the window. <laughs> I'm a bad influence. I came I, I came prepared to play. Like I, I came ready to go. <laughs> I think it's per like I I love talking about this type of stuff. It's just yeah. sometimes the responses that I get from it are like jaw dropping like like stuff <laughs> that like guys will like request from me so sometimes it makes me not want to be as open about it because mm -hmm. guys can get gross but it's like uh, fuck up. whatever i don't talk about <laughs> it any i don't care if you're going to be gross you're going to be gross and it is what it is but it's, yeah but that's kind of why i was like do i really need people to know like about me coming but the reason that i do this is so that like it, it, like other girls know that like if you oh, have yeah. an orgasm the first time like it's fine like all this shit is like we all do this nobody just really talks about it like nobody sits around and talks about yeah. like not being able to have orgasms weird um color or smell and discharge all, all of a sudden your vagina <laughs> smells like fish oh my god like that shit happens and it's normal yeah. and there's nothing wrong with it and like it, it, that's just i feel like why it should be talked about so for the guys out there who think that I'm doing this for you, I'm not. I'm doing this for other <laughs> girls. <laughs> this one's for the lady. Yes, this one's not for the guys. I'm so sorry about that, everybody. Um, yeah, sorry. But thank you so much for coming and being on my podcast. Oh, yeah, no problem. This was I feel so like fun. I should end it because I don't know how long we've been talking, but I feel like it's like a while now. So oh, like, it's no oh. problem. Dude, I could keep going on. I love talking to you. So We're going to have to do more episodes because you were a wonderful mm -hmm. Yes, it's so lovely. Oh, thank you. It was amazing. Uh, where can everybody find you? Where can they listen to your podcast? Mm -hmm. Plug away. Um, well, you can find me on Instagram at cuckoo for cloclo puffs. Uh, it's the most embarrassing Instagram handle. I've had it since I was 17. <laughs> so cute. But I can never change it now because yeah. people make fun of me for it all the time. So it uh, it's cuckoo, which is spelled C U C K O L for <laughs> Cloclo Puffs. <laughs> um, that's my Instagram. Uh, you can also find my podcast. Uh, the Instagram is at Unwatchable with Chloe Rodriguez. And you can find my podcast, Unwatchable, where I talk about film and TV and entertainment industry stuff on Spotify and Apple and Buzzsprout. 
definitely and hopefully go, Amazon. <laughs> yeah, definitely go listen to her podcast. It's great. I listened to episodes before I was on it and I was on it and it was a wonderful time. If you just can't get enough of my baloney, then come and join my Patreon, patreon.com slash littlebabykates. I post my episodes early. I post videos early. We have fun conversations on there, so come on over and join. If you're not already following me, follow me everywhere at littlebabykates. And uh, you know what I think I'm going to do? I think I'm going to see you again next Tuesday. Go out, be the best person you can be, and suck as much dick as you possibly can. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I'm like my mom. How do I turn this thing leave, off? You should definitely leave that as the last line. <laughs>